Why don't you have a cat by now that's fucking orange? Because he doesn't have enough lasagna. I'll, I'll do One of my goals in life is to be as synonymous with lasagna as Garfield is. Hey, brethren. Welcome, welcome. And you're welcome back to Fried vs. Tap. This is, episode, this is season two, episode 12. And I'm your host, Mark II. And I'm Mike Bisson, and glad to be here. Of course, we're joined with the one and only. Hey guys, Mike Graham, your co-host of Fried vs. Tap. Thanks for joining us on episode 12 of season 2 of Fried vs. Tap. Couldn't be more excited to be here. Now, this is what I just want to bring up real fast. Me and Mark, we met each other through doing stand-up comedy, okay? The first time I met Mark was at a set. I'd like to talk about our experience with some stand-up. You know, the first time I did stand-up comedy, I was with my buddy, all right? And he's like, I can't believe you're going up. And I was like, you kidding me? I finally made it out. I'm bringing mad joy. The doctor looked and said he's going to be a bad, bad boy. boy. I had a little Biggie shout out there. But anyway. No, Fuck but Biggie. Go Tupac. <laughs> I actually prefer Tupac more too, but I still love Biggie. Biggie could barely fit in his Mercedes E300. Let's be real here. Oh, come on. Dude, Mercedes would have accommodated Biggie just fine. Marcos, come on here. Yeah. Dude, Biggie Smalls. Dude, Biggie Smalls contacts you. You're Mercedes. You're making the fucking door big enough. You're accommodating him. You're putting on. You're putting on the, the shocks. You're putting on the suspension. You're getting it all right. Because you want you want people to see Biggie in your ride. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's right. That's right. I know I'm right. Motherfucker. Anyway, like, <laughs> all right. What's up with that uh, cat on your ooh, mic? Ooh, ooh, he's falling. The he's ooh. Yeah, he looks like he's fucking drunk. You a put, lot of people well, don't. You put it on half his foot. A lot of people don't know this about me, but Garfield's my favorite tubby tabby. I think they know that by now. Do they? You've had like twenty shirts yeah. worth of fucking Garfield. I know. I have a lot of Garfield stuff. My uh, my goal is in like ten years to be surrounded by Garfield. Like no woman, just Garfield. Why, <laughs> right? why don't you have a cat by now? That's fucking orange. Because he doesn't have enough lasagna. I'll, I'll do. One of my goals in life is to be as synonymous with lasagna as Garfield is. I want like my name to be spoken in the same breath as lasagna. All right. Can we actually well, talk? You're ab- losing that life. <laughs> anyway, can we talk about lasagna for a minute though? Yeah, we'll talk about lasagna. All right. We'll so circle we back to it up. We brought it up, and me and Mike, we met at the Olive Garden probably eight years ago now, and. I'm not going to lie. Their lasagna was fucking incredible. Microwaved it just right. No, they did not microwave. <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to prepare the lasagna. I was a certified trainer back How did in, they reheat it? They put in the ovens oh. with partridge paper and tin foil. And then they portioned it, put it on the line. And then microwaved it. And then it. microwaved yes. it. Yes. All right. So the microwave, Chef Mike. Chef Mike, mm-hmm. microwave. Was an important part of the Chef process. Microwave. Dude, I, you know. You, you want Chef Mike, go to Applebee's. There's eight fucking microwaves on the line. Real quick, do you remember Steve the Trash Licker? No, what? Dude, this was, there was this older busser, and he would eat food out of the trash. Bro, come on. If you worked a double, it's $1.25 to eat as much soup and salad as you want as an employee. And, like, I would have paid for this man to not eat out of the trash, and I offered it. But, dude, he would eat the food off of people's, like, dirty plates. Come on. He would, dude, you don't remember Steve the Trash Licker? I don't remember Steve the Man's out there licking trash. I wasn't there Doesn't that long. I remember. Wow. This is an unbelievable no, story. No, dude, you were there long enough for, to work with What Steve did he look like, Steve the Trash Licker? Older guy, bald, had, like, a George Costanza haircut, glasses, No, skinny. I did not work there He's with like him. He's like a tall, skinny George Costanza. Nope, I was not there Mary for that. David. You <laughs> fucker, motherfucker. I started there as a dishwasher. I don't remember him. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I, I can't forget him. I guess that's the difference right there. 
My God, but, how can you forget that? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I can't forget that. Steve the Trash Looker. But, um... It doesn't even rhyme, but it is funny. The trash-looking son of a gun. If I witnessed him <laughs> licking the trash, I would have put the barrel over him and told well, him Well, if you're the taking food out of the trash and eating it, you're basically licking the trash. And Yeah, same thing. Being called a trash looker at that point is completely justified. It's like that guy with the shit. At your rest, uh, you, oh yeah! You told me the story. Some guy at your work or your old work dude, or whatever. This guy's got like a fecal fetish, dude. He like he'll, he'll, he'll he would wait around the bathroom, and if he went into shit, he would walk in and just like hang out. How insane do you have to be to have a fecal fetish? And to just go for it at work, Mark. Like, you look like you're thinking. I don't like you like appreciate fecal. this conversation because you guys are making fun of people who are raised different. <laughs> Some people are just raised around fecal. No, no. They're no, raised around fecal. Maybe you might want to eat eat it sometimes. Like maybe it was spoon fed. I don't know what the fecal fetish. Is. Like I don't know if you you're are very fun. non-discriminatory. Huh? <laughs> I don't know if you're putting the don't shit in your hand and playing with it or eating it. I don't know what you're doing with the fecal, smelling it, looking at it. You don't know what you're doing. Poking with it. at it. I don't know if I don't have a fecal fetish. What didn't you ask? I like to smell my own farts, but <laughs> I do not like guy. to touch shit or play like, with it. I, I, I once farted after, and like I was with my buddy in the hotel room, and it, it was after we were night of drinking. We saw a George Thorogood concert, and he he threw up. Oh. He threw up from my fart. That must be just. What did you eat? Fucking chow mein. Honestly, Mike, oh. that would have ruined my self-esteem. Honestly, yeah. I'm I don't a, know. I'm gonna mark on this one. I'm gonna mark on this one. Why are you? Farting that bad. <laughs> Joe Rogan said on his podcast that everybody loves their own farts. Who doesn't oh, like I love everyone yeah, loves their own, their own farts? But yeah. if I loved my own fart and then it was making other people throw up all the time, no, it was only the once. Yeah, I would be a value reevaluating. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Only uh, once. Yeah, yeah. yeah if hey. it was only once. You never would have told the story. Yeah, yeah. it had to happen more than once. No, 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 no. Oh, it only happened once. Mike's <laughs> made people throw up because of his farts. He sat on a baby at a birthday party. <laughs> this guy is insane. That baby's a little bitch. All right, first off, dude, that baby couldn't. Do that baby's arms undefined as hell? All right. It was a weakling. Rex? It was a little weakling. Now the baby's a bitch. This guy's eating some weird shit. This guy <laughs> this is guy's no discriminatory. No, <laughs> I I ate. I had one. You guys never can never tell someone that you farted and it made someone throw up. I can. All right. Oh, I can. No, I was after doing <laughs> no. the hard work. No. Oh, you son of a bitch. All right, but Mike, we're better than you. Well, I know I am. Uh, <laughs> you. Sons of your fucking son of bitch A and son of bitch B. If I was in England, I'd call you both a cunt. Yeah, you bloody cunt. <laughs> but I'm yeah, in America, so I'm gonna still call you cunts. Mm. No, in uh, America, mm. we call everybody a douchebag. Yeah, if I was in Britain, I'd call you a wanker. A wanker? A bloody wanker. You're I'd call bloody you a wanker. Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> you better not. You're a Fuck bloody wanker who you likes better not England. Say that shit. You Yankee piece of fucking fucker. trash. Red Sox. We are. We are swearing way too much now. Oh, yeah, yeah sorry. We gotta, yeah. we gotta relax. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we gotta you relax. two. We gotta relax. Sorry, it's no. gonna be like, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> you're right when you're ready. We gotta watch, we gotta watch the language. So circling back, so how I met Mark. How I met your mother? <laughs> Dude, what a show. Dude, Ted Mosby sucked. Don't that's, get sidetracked. Keep going. Get him sidetracked. I met Mark doing stand-up comedy. and um, I farted, sorry. I think, I just wanted to talk about our experience doing comedy. Do you remember the first time you ever bombed doing comedy? I do. What happened? It's a boring story. What happened was technical difficulties. The second time that I bombed was I got heckled by the guy running the show. What does technical difficulties <laughs> that mean? That means the mic wasn't working? Technical difficulties means that it was on top of like a thin stage and, and the, it was a wireless mic. And oh, yeah. yeah, I stepped off of the stage. Pretty much what we had in the beginning of the first <laughs> yeah. episode we started. 
oh, man. thing would even work. Yeah. yeah. I hear you. So that was... You, so uh, I was bombing, and then, like, um, nobody could hear me. I was like, whoa, I guess I'm, like, really eating it out here. And then some girl, she's, like, up close, and she leans in, and she leans in one of my, like, one-liners, and she starts cracking up, and she's like, oh, my God, he's hilarious. Hey, hey, speak up. <laughs> like, speak up. At she knew you were funny. So, yeah, and then, like, the, the, the host, they could hear it in the booth their headphones and uh after the, after the show they're like oh you gotta stay in that area but i could hear you and you have like good writing potential so that gave me like more confidence so what then, happened when like, you got my, heckled that was like my third time on stage and wow. i'm like i was in lowell mass Ugh. at like a mixed mic the music thing which real and quick interjection mixed mics are some of the worst mics to do what is a mixed mic I don't yeah, know. lowell mass is one of the worst music and comedy. <laughs> i'm born in lowell so it's music and comedy or poetry reading so uh, basically, the people who are at a bar to hear music don't give a damn when a comedian steps up. Because, like, they just listen to, it, like, an Ed Sheeran cover. And you're going to go up there and do some, like, like you know, like, jokes about Poland. That's, no one cares. That's right. pretty gay. I'm not going to lie. It's very, very. Well, yeah, you know, I kind of walked some old ladies who just wanted to hear music. Uh, my jokes were not tested and they were not good. And I was getting heckled by the, the host who was a musician himself. Oh. <laughs> Are you kidding me? The yeah. musician it was, was like a... my first time being heckled. And what a douchebag! <laughs> you should have heckled him when he started playing music. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's well. After the show, he came. Uh, he came outside when I was like kind of waiting on my other friend, and uh, he apologized about it. And then, but I was so like, it, it threw me off for a long time like I was kind of scared of comedy at that point and I didn't return for six weeks and uh what my stand-up friend told me was that I should have addressed the, the audience yeah and so I did that yeah, first. It's a learning and then I got into up. my bits I'm not gonna lie it's disrespectful that the other um what is it artist yeah. heckled you that's, that's that's fucked up. Yeah, because you know why he apologized? Because he probably went out there to smoke a cigarette. It was like, <laughs> oh shit, I'm being confronted <laughs> with the guy heckled. Let me throw a fake apology out there. The one thing, if you're an audience member heckling someone, because like they're not expected to not. But like, if you're the person running the event, you Wait, shouldn't hold be heckled. Let's not excuse audience members. No, I've been Let's heckled, and it's in... not the best sometimes. But don't do it. The first time I ever bombed was my sixth time doing comedy. That stranger in Manchester. Okay. And I was, dude, when I showed up, it must have been a bridal party because there was just a, a room full of about 40 white middle-aged women. And I had written, like, I had never done a set like this. I wrote my dick and poop set. It was all dick and poop jokes. And, like, they weren't ready. And they didn't laugh. It was crickets. They didn't even crack a smile. Bunch of Karens. Yeah, dude, it was awful. And that, that was the first time I bombed. Then I was like, I hyped myself up. I went back right the next week, and I bombed again. And, like, that was the, my first experience with bombing. I think um, I've been heckled. You've been heckled. You know what's worse than getting heckled is when you get sympathy. Have you ever had that? Oh. Wait, can I cut you off real quick? Wasn't your first time bombing at a marathon in uh, Boston? You never meet the parents. Bomb, bomb, bomb. I'll say bomb, 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 bomb. And they kick <laughs> him off the plane. <laughs> Remember that? No. Meet the parents. Ben Stiller, Robert De Niro. Oh, yeah. When he's yeah, on, yeah, putting yeah. the luggage in. And she's like, sir, it's not going to fit. He's like, let me take it off. He's like, well, what if there's a bomb in here? And she's like, don't say that. He's like, I'll say bomb all I want. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Bomb, 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 bomb. I did a set, and, like, dude, I was eating shit. It was at Jed's Basement. Remember that place? 
Yeah. And they had a store. Every most Jed's places, basement? Yeah, yeah, it was literally, was inside, literally inside of Jed's Sounds basement. Sounds like my uncle's basement on Christmas Eve. No, it was... Does your uncle live in uh, Alston? <laughs> yeah, it was Dude, living was in his fucking... Uh, yeah. uh, Mike, where it was in someone's basement, there was about maybe 150, 200 chairs set up. And it was a pretty popular spot. Like, and you could bring your own alcohol and smoke weed. Yeah. So, dude, I was bombing, and they had a stool on the stage. And I just sat down, and, like, it, worse than being heckled, someone yelled out, No, keep going. Don't give up. And I was like, fucking wow. shoot me. I'm, That's I'm worse than being heckled. <laughs> like, being, in, my cat. being encouraged is worse than being heckled. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Say hello to my kitty. Meow. Okay. No, you know what I'm saying? Have you had that experience where you're being encouraged? Not on stage. Oh, uh, dude, off stage, like, a friend, uh, a comic a comic who, like, you know, music and stuff like that. I met some of his family, and we were cool. And then one time his sister and her boyfriend came to a show. Oh. And I really, I didn't know they were going to come to an open mic, not a show. And, you know, new material, and I ate it. Like, after they were talking to me, like, hey, like... Keep at it. Like, don't... Don't, don't, <laughs> yeah. don't, don't give up yet. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just assume that was it for you. <laughs> well, you put a graveyard coming. They wanted to yeah. let you know ahead of time. Well, you couldn't possibly want to try again, right? Like, after that? Bombing, you get used to because it's inevitable, but it happens. It just something is going to happen. It's just there's certain bombs that are just worse than others. <laughs> and, like, a normal bomb, you know, maybe getting heckled a little bit, whatever. Like, but, dude, like, getting encouraged was was awful. Um, I had to – I remember in Boston, some some fat <clears throat> chick, he, like, yelled at me after a set. And, like, it was – I made, like, a lesbian joke. And she's like, you're not woke. I was like, bitch, like, I'm awake right now. It was the first time I ever heard the term. What about, like, you're fat? You and like, I, then I Googled it, and I was like, well, yeah, you're actually correct. <laughs> like, I was like, I guess I'm not. Like, not. like, you know, like, I care about people, but, like, I'm not, like, super sensitive to PC shit. So, you know, speaking of fat women, if I was straight and I had kids, I wouldn't have a fat kid, obviously, but I would have a probably a skinny daughter. Obviously, I'd marry a very hot woman or have a kid with a very hot woman. I mean, look at me naturally. So think about this. If I was straight, you guys are obviously straight, so you know what I'm talking about. What if you had a daughter that, like, you know, she just turned 18, she can legally do whatever she wants, but she still lives in the house, right? And you're going on Pornhub one day, and you're, and you're going through the videos, you're getting really precise, you're like, ah, you know, 18, fucks her brother, whatever, stepbrother, and you see your daughter on there. What do you, what do you, what do, you do? What do you do, guys? First of all, you gay. You, you you ain't having no daughter. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I wouldn't have a daughter. That's what I'm saying. I'm asking you. Always a daughter. I'm asking you, straight guys. What do you do? You go on Pornhub. You see your daughter on there, and she's doing straight anal, straight doggy, straight. She got three dicks in all holes. What do you do? Do you go out and confront? Why would her? I see like? Why would I see that? You don't watch porn. No, but like so what do you, I do, but like why am I gonna click on that video? Well, you don't know. You, I'm just like <laughs> the, the thumbnail might be of just something else, and you click on it, and you're like, "Holy shit, Vanessa, my daughter's on there." Be of one hot hole, and you're just like, "Damn, no face." What but. do you do, Mark? What do you do as a father? Well, I fast forward all the way to the end and see if she has the same O face that I have. <laughs> all right, Mike. But, uh, I, mean, I wouldn't be super stoked, you know. I, I don't, I, you know, after, you know, after, I'm like, I'm so disappointed. If she doesn't have the same old face as me, I'm getting a paternity test. That's the reason. <laughs> what, what I would do is I would see the amount of views she has and determine on the amount of views she has, I would up her rent. 
<laughs> I would like listen. Oh, she lives with you? Is she? Well, yeah. She. I, that's one of my questions. Was she lives with you? You're. Oh, you, she's you, under your house. You're home. in the. You're in your room masturbating and. Well, technically, I didn't start off with the no with the no porn policy, you know. Oh, I'm so not a Nazi over here. She can do that. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I mean, she said she's 18 and older or whatever. As long as, like, I'd, yeah, I would talk to her. I'd be like, listen, I'm not proud of this. I was watching some porn. Listen. <laughs> I happened to catch your video. Uh, I was on page know, 15 of you porn. Are they... <laughs> Are they treating you right? If they're not treating you right, yeah. you get like, out of you know, I don't, this, I don't want to see you do this, but yeah. what about your friends? You know, know, like, I'd be more concerned. What sites are you going to be on? Because I might have to stop. Is it XNXX? <laughs> Is it Pornhub? Is it XVideos? Um, Hamster? Like, well, I think it's... Well, all right. So I watched that Pornhub documentary they have on Netflix. I would just charge more rent. And, like, now they, they Pornhub got into that mm-hmm. a bunch of trouble because they had a bunch of, like, underage... Uh, people on the site, they had a bunch of rape well, videos and stuff it like was, that. It was more of the... Oh, the documentary? So they, they just, yeah, they just watched it. It, it was yeah, the more of non-consent. Yeah. It was consen- non-consent, it was the age, and it was also a lot of them were s- girls who were sex trafficked. So then Pornhub scrubbed the site of non-verified uh, people oh, who post videos. So yeah. now you have to be a verified person to mm. post on Pornhub or else they'll scrub No, no, no. You can still... Can you still post, but you can't make they, money off of it or something? No, yeah. no. It, uh, yeah, they got rid of right. they got rid of like like over four hundred million videos. Yeah, it sucks, now, but they, I think you're right on what you said. But it, it it's dilapidated. You're probably right. Pornhub was my number one. Now I'm on like XXNXX. They got gay. They got gay categories. So. Yeah, you're gonna get a virus. Brent Corgan. He was a gay superstar back in the day for porn, and actually his first videos were 16, 17 years old with Cobra videos, and they got really in big trouble with it. Oh, shit. But you still can find it online. I still, you know what I mean? I don't. Well, that was a great topic. Yeah. XNXN. I worked no. at a shipping company. Mm. Gayporn.com. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that sounds so generic. I don't think anybody would go on that. No, you go on regular porn sites. You just had a gay car- the gay category. That's true. They do have that. Yeah, they have it on every porn website. Oh. It's not like Tinder where you have to go to Grinder. Tinder has gay options. Yeah, no, Tinder, Tinder has gay options. What I'm saying is, like, it's not like, well, Tinder and Grinder, like, dude, I'll tell you what, maybe 10% of gays go on Tinder. 90% of gays are on Grinder. I can say that for a fact. Even today, I don't go. The on real Tinder. gays use Grinder. The real gays use Grinder. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Why is that? The curious. No. Gays why use is Tinder. that? No. I want to know why that is. Because most I men just want to have sex. They don't want a relationship. Yeah. And on Tinder, it's for relationships. Thank you. Jesus Christ! You look like someone who would hang out with Todd <laughs> the Hedgehog, and you're telling me that Tinder's for relationships. Yeah. You look like you're owned by a guy named John. Speaking of relationships, I got this uh, jersey from my ex. You know, Devin on Christmas. It gets from uh, what's the st- the longest yard, Adam Sandler or the Stomp the Yard? The longest yard. The longest yard with um, Adam Sandler yes, and uh, sex, yeah. Devin got it for me for Christmas, and that was my last relationship. Relationships are very mysterious and tricky. Uh, you know, I got out of one after a year and a half. I'm hoping to get back into it, but we'll see what happens. Uh, what do you guys think on relationships? You clearly are very involved in relationships. If that's what you're, I. What's my opinion on relationships? Yeah, like what are you trying to do? I love relationships. I watch all the relationship shows. He loves love. Well, like what kind of shows? Like, oh, like um, relationship. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) you watch a Married at First Sight. Love is Blind, Married at First Sight, uh, Ninety Day Fiance. Remember Ed? My favorite right now is uh, the UK show First Dates. No neck, Ed. 
No neck ad. Yeah. Remember, yeah. Dude, that's he's still there. He is still there. <laughs> flapping his chicken wings. He's still on the show. He's still he's on still it. On the Dude, he's fucking. I, <laughs> I follow him. He's got over six hundred thousand followers. Really? He's Dude, he's a pre-comer. He's funny. Oh, he definitely is. He's got no neck. You said that like you know from experience. <laughs> Look, I know. He's got. <laughs> Polly Shore went on that show and like shit all over Dude, him. Can I say real quick? I saw Polly Shore do stand up in Las Vegas, and I open mouth insert foot because I thought it was gonna suck, and it was one of the best sets of comedy I've seen in my life. I texted you immediately, and you were like, "You're joking me." He thought I was kidding because I was like, "Dude, that was amazing." Can I just interject? Real I don't quick? blame you. You asked if you could say that real quick, and you took too long to say it. So, fun fact, Pauly Shore starred in a movie... Not all as fast as Sonic, all right? <laughs> Speaking of Pauly Shore, he starred in a movie in 1996, which has a cult following today with Stephen Baldwin called Biodome. Classic. So, classic. Stephen Baldwin was in a classic. Oh, you'll admit that, Mike, huh? Say that to the camera. There's a lot more to do with Pauly Shore than, than the whatever his name is. Excuse me? <laughs> I mean, he wasn't in Encino, man. It was another classic, as Pauly Shore. I'm following the patterns, okay? Wow. I'm following the evidence. I'm seeing... I'm connecting the dots. You don't appreciate Stephen Baldwin? <laughs> Damn right I don't. Yeah, it's only because I like him. It's hardly... I, do, Stephen, <laughs> it's because he makes his... I, I, name, what's his best movie? What's that uh, movie? Like, you, name a movie Eight, you uh, actually like. What's that movie with Kevin Spacey? I don't know. Yeah, what? It won an Academy Academy Awards. Oh, is it the Space one? No, no, no. It's from 1996. It's, um... Space Jam. Is it better than Space Jam? Because I doubt it. I doubt it's better than Space Jam. First of all, do you like commercials? Because if you like commercials, you like Space Jam. (laughs) No, Space Jam 2. I appreciate a good commercial. Well, Space Jam 1 didn't have a lot of commercials, did it? Oh, you're an idiot. It's been a while. (laughs) You're not smart, Mike. (laughs) Space Jam was just an ad. What? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Was it? I don't know. It was like a very expensive ad. Space Jam with Michael Jordan. For Looney Tunes? For a lot of things. Yeah. Really? Nah, he's right. I haven't seen it in a while. Did you buy Space Jam plates? (laughs) Space Jam was a huge marketing ad. It was, that's it, man, and you loved it. I did. I still do. So did I. It was just, it was awesome. It had everything you ever wanted. And that's all we're <laughs> Do you remember the Layla Bunny? Or what's oh, her name? Yeah. Okay, so Lola that was Bunny. Lola Bunny. That's probably the first boner I remember having. What's that movie? Oh, was right. Layla the Bunny. Looney, not the Looney Tunes. Who <laughs> yeah. killed, killed Roger was. Rabbit? How does cartoons? Jessica Rabbit's up there. Layla Rabbit or Lola Rabbit. Well, for us, it's Jessica Rabbit. For him, it's Goku. Who's that? <laughs> it's from fucking Dragon Ball Z. Uh, I'd say mine is probably Bart Guy Simpson. Speaking. No, probably Johnny Bravo. Oh, yeah, he's hotter than Goku. One. That is a good one. No, dude, Johnny I don't Bravo know who Goku is. He's yeah, not, dude. but he's not hot. Come Goku's on. the guy from Dragon Ball Z. He couldn't Ball pull Z. no one. He couldn't pull nobody. You're telling me he's hot? I mean, who did he pull? What? Who did he pull? He tried. He tried so hard. I, yeah. really, I feel like if he was really hot, you wouldn't have to try so hard. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't watch cartoons as an adult, but when I was a kid, I had a crush on uh, Jimmy Neutron and uh, Timmy Turner. Timmy Turner. Oh, Fairly Odd Parents. Uh, I kind of want to ignore that because they're like 10. <laughs> I was like that when I watched it. Okay. If you have a crush on someone when you're 10, you can no, still have that crush when you're old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Thank you. 
Why are you in bed? Check the law. All right? Check the law. It applies. All right? Dark. First off, real quick, Norm Macdonald was the Grim Reaper on Fairly, Fairly Odd Parents. Oh my God, he was. Yeah, no, oh. he was the Grim Reaper on Family Guy. And Fairly, and Odd, Fairly Parents. Odd Parents. Yeah, uh, he had. Uh, he was something on. He was like a. Fa- <laughs> That's crazy. He was on. Maybe it wasn't. He was like some character on Fairly Odd Parents. Might not been the Grim Reaper. He was on it. But if you like, if you had a wish, what would it be, dude? Billy Baldwin is on Fairly Odd Parents. What would it be? Yeah. That Norm McDonald show got a second season. <laughs> That's a good or wish. Or that he's still alive. Yeah, it's oh, also a good. What a I'd waste all three wishes on Norm <laughs> McDonald. <laughs> yeah. You know what's sad is like he made that that last stand up in his house like that special and it dude, was. Dude, I. It's like damn, dude. It's like almost like he knew he was dying. It was literally like watching a, a comedian's last hurrah. Yeah. Now wasn't that on purpose? Like, isn't that the point? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, he made it because in the beginning he's like he wanted to film it just in case things went south. What's the black guy who had that superhero movie? Damon Wayans. No. Oh, Black Panther. The Black Panther. Yeah, he oh, he knew he was. He got diagnosed years prior, and they, uh, he was in an interview, and they asked him like, "Oh, when's uh, number two coming out?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm dead." He's like, "I'm dead," and they're like, "Whoa!" They like laughed at it, but he knew he was dying, so it's like. Now, now thinking back, it's like, wow, he already knew he was not going to be in the second movie because he was going to die. But he was so humble and, and not say anything. Can you imagine that? Imagine going on a red carpet and someone's like, oh, wait, you're going to be in Black Panther 2. And he's like, I'm dead. I'm dead. They're like. You should have seen how relieved Mike was when he found out Wakanda wasn't a real place. Oh, my God. That Norm McDonald's special, dude, I, I woke up early to watch it and like, I choked up watching it. I choked up watching yeah, it. I still never watched it. <laughs> you're not ready. Oh, my God. It's you're pretty not ready. <laughs> It's honestly sad watching it after he died because it's like. You can see in his eyes and just the way he's doing everything. Oh, you knew. can tell. Like, it was literally his last. He knew it was his and last. And his wife time. is in the background tell, helping him out. It's it's sad. It's it, honestly He wasn't sad. married, though. He wasn't? Well, whoever. He was. He it, was divorced. It was his girl. Whoever was in the background, yeah. it was his woman he was dating. She was helping him out. And it was honestly pretty fucking sad. It was, dude. Dude, Norm was one of the greats. We all know how I feel and how you feel. It's like Chris Farley, you know? I feel like Chris Farley knew it was his end. That's why they put him on SNL two weeks prior to him dying. I feel like Chris Farley intentionally wanted to die. He had a lot of insecurities. You know, he's big. He wanted to blow that coke and blow the hookers. Or blow they blow him, rather. No, he blew them, too. He blew their bean. (laughs) (laughs) He's a bean-blowing bastard. (laughs) A bean blown, blown big boy. <laughs> Not the black bean like at Frontera. Oh, yeah. We're going to go get some Mexican food after this. Mark's not joining us. Tell him what you're doing, Mark. I'm hanging out with my oldest friends. Which, dude, Mark lives the most fascinating life ever. Very interesting, that's for sure. It's how, very... How old are they? And tell them, how did you meet them? With a couple who is 70 and 65 years old, and uh, they like to dance. <laughs> and how did you meet them? I met them at a place for, I went to a place for singles, but they were seniors, and <laughs> and I made friends. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I didn't know I was going to a place for seniors. It was for super singles, but <laughs> Dude, I remember the super single. Super single means you're old and single. I thought it was a soup kitchen. <laughs> Super, I, me and you, I remember when you were telling me about the super singles thing. We're just like, well, you just haven't had a hand job in a while. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? It's super single. Like, you're like you're heating up cans of spaghetti. <laughs> like, 
So that's what I remember before you, because you invited me to go, and I regrettably declined. Yeah. Yeah. You missed out. Didn't you say try to get them to adopt you? So I tried to get them to ask them if they could adult adopt me, and the man. Well, you don't like paying rent, so you want them to adult so you can move in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't like paying rent either. Yeah, um, but yeah, the man was disturbed by me asking him, and I've asked him more than once, and he's never not been disturbed by that question. I can see the green light reflect off your gold chain. Isn't that insane? Oh, yeah, yeah me too. Cool. I can see it, so I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't need to, you know. <laughs> the adult adoption agency, that's pretty... F- yeah, that's what I suggest all you people should do is find somebody who's like 70, 80, befriend them, ask them to adult adopt you. That's AAA, adult adoption agency, AAA. <laughs> and maybe, you know, you know, when things go bittersweet, maybe you'll be in the world. Maybe there's fireworks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would have taken it as a compliment, to be honest. Me too. Yeah, you know. Like, if someone's asking you, an adult is asking you, take me under your wing. <laughs> like, that yeah. just shows how much you actually like this person and care about him. Like, oh. you're like, hey, listen, motherfucker, you I want you to me. adopt me. <laughs> You've told me nothing but good stuff about these people. I can't judge Mark on befriending older people because when I, in uh, 2016, I got out of the military after a year of doing active duty, and uh, my friend group, I came back from Tingsboro, and they were, like, hanging out with this fucking 65-year-old Vietnam veteran his wife was 65 and we would just hang out with these guys probably four or five times a week i even moved in with this guy he i was his roommate they let, allowed me to move in rent off him for a few months before i got on my feet and uh they were fucking awesome they had more fucking energy than i did and these guys were in their 60s so i'm, I'm on par with you yeah and the real reason you can't judge me for it is because i don't just be mean to you exactly <laughs> <laughs> i think it's great dude because you know what you're not an ageist all right. You say a lot of things, but you're not an agent. All right. Oh, yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. And now I'm a homophobe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're moving in with me, so you can't be. I got to actually put more padding on my walls now. Dude, all your questions about moving in with Mike have centered around if he could hear you smacking off. <laughs> How thick are the doors? <laughs> every question, every question, what time do you sleep? <laughs> Mark is asking me if he'll hit sevens. I'm like, what's oh, going on here? How strong is the Wi-Fi? <laughs> the Wi-Fi is really good. You don't have to worry about that. You can down, go down the street and still watch Pornhub. Crystal clear. Might not take me as long. <laughs> Just go, don't go to the park across the street. You'll get arrested. <laughs> Whoa. Kitty! Blackman's very offended. I'm upset. <laughs> you gotta go upstairs. <laughs> Dude, Mark's a gentleman. Anytime he has to toot, he's excusing himself. I love I've it. I've seen it. And he actually, he doesn't even excuse, he just just gets up and goes to the bathroom. Even with him sneezing, he was very, you know, mannering. Man, man, uh, I'm fucking drunk, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> well, that white wine can kick your ass. He was very gonna... gracious when he was uh, sneezing. Speaking of getting old, uh, having older friends, you know, we're getting up there, guys. Let's not lie to ourselves. I'm not getting up there. Mark, you're you're an old bag. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm 20 fucking nine. Yeah. Me how too. many years ago? <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. So like, how are you? <laughs> okay, we can Mike play is the, the numbers old, game. This guy's the oldest day. one here. We can play the numbers game. I'm a spring chicken. How old are you, Mike? I am. 
32. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Three years older than us. We're doing you a favor, right? Like, yeah. You seem more hip, you know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> You're 32, Mike? Yeah. Holy yeah, I mean, shit. If I knew that, I would not be here. <laughs> if I knew oh, that, I wouldn't invite you on. Yeah. Oh, you guys are Mark-ass chicks. Look. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is we're getting older. All of, all of us we are, are getting older. I'm about to push Good 30 and all I'm of us not happy. I'm not collectively are getting old. Have you noticed anything? Any any happenings going on with your body? You know, with me? No, but maybe you have. Maybe you've noticed something about me. My what knees the fuck are getting are you bad. You're just bitching about your knees. <laughs> I'm tra- <laughs> I'm trying to find the polite way to pass the baton to you to talk about your knee pain. My knees, my back, me being selfish is getting less selfish, me being more caring. Um I'd say a lot of things, mentally and physically, yeah. Dude, you know what I've noticed? I'm always cold now. (laughs) (laughs) I've always been cold. No, I used to be the guy, I would wear shorts during the winter. I was that I was Me that too. guy. And like now I can't even think of it. I the the concept is bananas to me cuz like my blood's thin. I don't know. I'm not sure. Now I just dance awkward because I don't have rhythm no more cuz my knees are gone. <laughs> like all my rhythm points are my shoulders, my hips, my knees and my feet and now with like aching knees. <laughs> I feel you on that did, one. It's like then you it that, messes up your feet rhythm, yeah. and then it's just awkward. Yeah, like, you're no better than us out on the dance floor. Oh. No, I'm so better than y'all. I'm oh, oh, I'm white. I can't dance. <laughs> Dude, oh, I do man, a I do a hell of a I do a, <laughs> I do a hell of a mashed potato. Okay. <laughs> what? What does that even mean? The mashed potatoes. The dance from like the 1950s. I don't dance from the 50s where racist white people would dance. So I don't know. The mashed, but that sounds like the most racist white dance I've ever heard. The mashed potato. It is, and I'm really good at it. <laughs> wow, it's the mashed potato. You literally the that mashed potato. Like some white senator from the '50s made that up. Dude, the, mashed the mashed potato, potato is literally when you just go like this. You just twist one, one, and you twist your twist feet. Twist and shout. Yeah, it's twist that's and the mashed potato. You're good at this too, so embrace it. Embrace it. I'm, I'm not being embraced by white. Piece of shit. Yeah, don't race. be embraced by white. white I'm good at the rope. This side of the I'm good at the robot. I am on your side, Taylor. No, no, hold on. I'm good. I'm good at the robot. I'm good. Want to see my robot? It's like I'm jerking the robot dick. That is so white. <laughs> yeah, I dated a few black. That's the, the whitest dance. Fist I don't me. even know. Fist me. No, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Fist man. Me. Oh, what? come on. You talk about the mashed potato. The mashed potato, and then you did a bad robot. Mike, come on. You're wearing a flannel, and he's come talking. On, he's talking about the he's mashed wearing potato. the most white person flannel from the south, and you talk about mashed potato. Mike's just going to do the worm on the table. Fuck this guy wants me to go to a Mexican restaurant with him. <laughs> I wouldn't be questioning. Yeah, don't go there. You're going to disrespect uh, the culture. I'd be questioning the entire kitchen staff. The whole staff. I'm like, mm-hmm. He's going to be like, you guys have french fries back there? Yeah. <laughs> I want to order a grilled cheese. This tortilla was not up to par for me. Can I speak to our manager? <laughs> you call this queso? That's not what I call guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a Mexican lady literally making fun of us. Yeah. Did you? Hey, have to use so much. I'm sorry, people? but if I come back and I get that treatment, I'll hire a real Mexican to make my food. Your teeth are not white enough for me. <laughs> oh, did you have to use so much pico? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part of being a guy. I love pico. Oh my god, I love oh, being a guy. You're talking to you're talking. 
<laughs> All right. You're talking to the Mike the, is so white he couldn't even say pico de guy. I'm the pico. kid. As if he's Mex, if it's no, Spanish. I, if anything, that gives credit to like I'm a little less white because I'm not calling pico de gallo, and I'm saying hey pico. No, that means you're too white. You can't even say the entire thing because you can't even say. Like, no, that means I'm I'm too, I'm not that white. So I'm like that's how we say it. In the street. You sound like my mom when she shits on the Puerto Ricans in Lowell and she's trying to uh, defend herself. What? She's like, oh, those, Puerto, those Re- Prince Rican princesses. You, you sound- <laughs> I love the Puerto Ricans, though. He I'm, sounds I'm, like he is one light beer away from an All Lives Matter rant. I was right? in Chicago. <laughs> uh, it's like Donald Trump. He goes, I was in Chicago. I met the mayor. Incredible mayor. Not as smart as me, of course, but he was smart. It's like, come on, guy. All I right. mean, the mayor of Chicago is not as smart as Donald Trump. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think Trump is smart at all. Yeah, no one does. Oh, that's not true. There's guy, a lot of people who do. This guy paints himself. What are you talking about? Trump is rich. Dude, he was. You don't got to be smart. He's better than. He's better than smart. He's Hold on. If you paint yourself orange at 76 years old, you have another fucking thing coming. He was on The Apprentice. He fired people. Stephen Baldwin yeah. won the. Was on if The Apprentice. You pre- can say you're fired. No, was he? Yeah, he was actually. That's probably why the show bombed. Well, yeah, that's probably why it got canceled. Is it Stephen Baldwin? Yeah. Yo, fuck you and your... Ratings were doing like just David's... fine with Trump until the Baldwin plummeted into the toilet. How dare you? Stephen Baldwin, Billy Bull, Alec Bull, Daniel wasn't on it, but they were all on it. Do you remember the Baldwins wrote us like an angry message? <laughs> How dare you? Do you remember that? Obviously, you remember yeah, that. Yeah, no, I, I, so I'm a huge fan of the Baldwins, and they did not like what I had to say on my short. I thought I was speaking facts. <laughs> Everything so- he said was literally just something he read off of uh, IBDM, IMDB. No, granted, Daniel did say this on his ESPN show, and then he totally denied it when I made it. It's like, come on, dude, the audio's there. You know, the audio is there, Daniel. Yeah, they literally DM'd the us. They literally DM me, Daniel and Billy Baldwin. Give us yeah. some backdraft. No. Flatliners? No. Sliver? No. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what are you talking about? Have you seen Trevor? <laughs> You're just saying like... These are all movies are that made over hundreds of millions. No, it's these movies made hundreds of millions of dollars. So did Shrek 3. Have no one's talking Greaser? about Have it. Have you seen Muncha? Have you seen Crunch? <laughs> no, Kevin Dillon is! <laughs> Mike, Mike, I do need to ask you though. It's getting to that time. What is the song of the week? Song of the week? You know what? I'm going back to my roots, fellas, alright? calling song of the week. Please don't. Teenage... Teenage Riot by the seminal experimental punk band Sonic Youth off their classic 1988 album, Daydream Nation. One of my all-time favorite albums, if not all-time favorite album. Check it out. Check out their ho- check out the entire album, Daydream Nation. Hey, guys, thank you for listening. Check us out on Spotify. I'm Mike Bisson. Guys, anything else? Hi, this is Mark the Second, and goodbye, Nova. Thanks for watching. All right, guys, you've heard it here. We got Mark and Mike in studio, as well as Mike Graham here from Fried vs. Tapped. Season 2, Episode 12, thanks for watching. Catch us on Everything You Can See, Network, blah, 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 and Mike. Hey, toodles, thank you.